Welcome to the Authentic Intimacy Podcast for one of life's most important topics, authenticity in sex, love, dating and relationships. Visit GavrielleShaw.com for resources, courses, coaching tips and more. On with today's show. I'm speaking today with Ronnie Ann Ryan, dating coach who woke up on a cold January morning, her 40th birthday, to realize she might be single for the rest of her life. But with a change of heart, she went after her dream and dated 30 men in 15 months to meet her husband, Paul. For the last 15 years, Ronnie has shared what she learned with such women who have a hot career but a chilly love life her practical proven methods help clients attract quality men and she radically simplifies understanding men to minimize confusion and frustration with the key to midlife dating she's the author of five books that have received high praise and has been in the media very often ronnie welcome to the show thank you so much Glad to be here. Can you take us back to that moment when you made that change of heart and decided not to settle for being single? What was going through your mind at that time? Well, initially, my reaction was, oh, I'll probably be single the rest of my life. And honestly, I found that very upsetting. But then I thought, you know, I'm a smart woman. I'm accomplished. I'm educated. I've got to be able to figure this out. And so I really set my mind to it. It was at a time when there was not anything like the volume of information available, but I read what I could get my hands on. And then I made a a little plan for myself and I realized I was going to have to go through all the ways of meeting men that I said I was never going to do again. (laughs) But I approached it all with a different attitude. And it really worked. And that's how I got to meet all those men to find the one who was right for me. So from that experience and and background and now experience as a dating coach, what do you specialize in? You know, I have two real uh, specialties. And one is um, I have some highly effective methods to really help women break through the obstacles that keep them from finding love. Sometimes people don't even know what it is that's getting in their way, but I can figure it out fairly quickly and then have methods to alleviate that and break through. The second is that I've really gotten good at radically simplifying how to understand men. Just eliminate the confusion, get right down to the bottom line of what's going on. And uh, women come to me with all kinds of frustrating situations about male behavior and um, really, you know, need help navigating and understanding what's going on. So so before we get into some of the tips and strategies, techniques, let's spend a little bit of time to touch on the actual challenges that you see women complain about when it comes to understanding men. Well, a lot of confusion is caused because of the inconsistencies that happen between what some men say and do. And, you know, in all fairness, Uh, Men complain about the same thing with women. So it's not gender specific at all. It's just that I work with women, so I talk about how to understand men. So I don't want anyone to think that women don't do any of these things too because they do, of course. So that's what creates the confusion is that, you know, things don't line up. You know, if somebody says one thing and does another, what does that mean? So that's really a big challenge. And also trying to figure out, is a guy interested in me, you know, long term, or does he just want to get me into the sack? 
And is there a way for single women to quickly figure out if a man is is ready for a relationship or he's just looking for something casual? You know, that is such a good question. The most important thing is that it's easier to figure out and faster if a man just wants something casual or just wants sex um, than it is to figure out if he's really genuinely interested. And the reason is because uh, you have to observe how a man interacts with you for quite a while before you can really know if he's genuinely interested. So, you know, you probably need six or eight dates with consistent pursuit and phone calls in between or whatever before you can catch on to if he's genuinely interested. But it's a lot easier to spot a guy who's just... Um, you know, interested in a short-term goal or is very casual or whatever, that's what I can help you figure out. Right. So it sounds like a lot of women will come to you with the uncertainty of understanding a man's intent, true intentions. A lot of times that's what's going on. They don't get why he says he likes them, but this and this and this are happening. And do you, from your perspective, do you see that as more a difference, a genuine difference in male-female psychology? Or do you see it more in terms of men are learning to play a game, to get what they want and not commit? You know, that's such a tough question. I I don't... um like I don't do any man bashing. I think everybody should have what they want. It's just that people don't all have the same agenda. And so there are some men who really just want to sleep around and stay casual and not define a relationship. And they find women who are willing to go along with that. And there are women who want to do that as well, who don't want to get involved or have the responsibilities of a relationship. So I don't think it's just that most men are just out for sex. I just mm-hmm. think that people have different agendas. Right. Cool. And what about the guy who would never ask you out on the weekend? What's that about? <laughs> you know, that's one of my favorite questions. And that's something that actually happened to me. But I started dating this guy and I did go out on one Friday night with him. But then after that, it was always during the week or Sunday afternoon and You know, after about two months, I finally got up the nerve to ask him, hey, you know, what's going on? How come no Saturday night dates? And he said, well, um, I have to save that for my girlfriend. Mm. And I'm like, what? What do you mean your girlfriend? And so, yes, if you are dating a guy who doesn't make time to see you on a weekend night, especially Saturday night, constantly, he's got plans or friends or whatever. Be very suspicious because he probably has a woman who is more primary in his life, whether it's a wife or a living girlfriend or just a girlfriend, whatever it is, he's saving that time for her. And that's why you don't get to see him on that night. So that was the end of my relationship and the last time I saw him. Right. What about where right at the beginning of the dating process How fast do you suggest that you get together? How open do you suggest having a conversation so that you can quickly make him confess if he's got a girlfriend per se? Or or how much room do you give him? And how much time maybe do you speak on the phone before you have a first date? Or how, how do you suggest women begin that dating process? And what are they looking for in terms of what the man is thinking and doing? I don't think it's wise to have a 
tight list of questions that you run through with a man to discover all the things you need to know before you meet him because it's like an interview or it's like grilling and men do not like to be interrogated at all and they don't want to run through your particular list of questions. I personally believe you're much better off just trying to have a fun conversation to see if you click and get a first date and then go out and you will learn what you need to know in one, two or three dates by asking the hard questions sprinkled over that time. But if you just go uh, full hog and go, you know, how many women are you dating and are you looking for love? Or are you looking just to fool around? And are, you're not going to be fun. You're not going to be enjoyable. And even if the guy is looking for a lasting romance, he's, you're going to turn him off. So I really don't recommend grilling a man to find out everything you need to know at the beginning. And I'm also not a huge fan of talking on the phone a lot before you meet. I actually think that can set you up for problems because you think you're getting to know somebody. Have to meet in person, and then you have to see how long it takes him to call you. You know, does it take him three days to call you and set up another date, or does he disappear for two weeks? Because that tells you something, too. Everything doesn't have to be verbal. Watching his actions, like any guy who calls you two weeks later, is not that into you. He's closed. I, I'm guessing that the majority of your clients are 40s. Can you see any changes in the trends or a, a change in dating culture? Sure. So, yes, my clients are um, almost always over 40. One time, you know, sometimes a, somebody in their 20s slips in. Sometimes a couple of guys slip in. I've, I've definitely worked with some men, too. But most of, the, most of my clients are, are women over 40. And how has dating changed? Well, one of the things is that it's more technologically driven and there's so much texting these days that is a big part of the whole dating scene. So that's something that's completely new. And also people meet through Facebook and other social media avenues. So that certainly didn't exist, you know, 15 or 20 years ago the way things are now, just the same as there were no dating apps. There was no Tinder and so, you know, Match.com was still happening back in like the year 2000, but it wasn't like it is today where it's so common. And like in the United States, there's like 40 million people online. So, you know, all of that is really huge. Now, on the flip side, I think dating, if you're really looking for lasting love, I really believe dating hasn't changed that much in terms of as a woman, how you want to conduct yourself. If you stick to the old-fashioned ideas of getting to know somebody, not sleeping with them right away so that you can see how they behave and how much they pursue you and so that you don't get, you know, emotionally attached before you've really discovered if he has what it takes to be the right man for you, um, not pursuing men, not calling them, letting them lead, I call it the ballroom dancing theory of dating. I think all of that can make a tremendous difference in your experience. All of that stuff still counts and still works. No matter how modernized we've become, dating is still an ancient uh, mating ritual based in biology and genetics. Are there any warning signs that you suggest women look for uh, in particular? And, And what attitude do you suggest that women over 40 into the dating process? 
Oh, awesome question. Um, from an attitude perspective, I would say if you can just relax and get comfortable interacting with men, meeting men, enjoying men, enjoying the dating process, that's the best possible thing you can do because you'll gain skills, you'll learn to you know to flirt and be better at it, you'll be more comfortable with men with more experience and all of that helps you to look um, more confident. So the more confident you are, the more attractive you become, the more easygoing and delightful you are to be with and that just means more dates, more second dates, and um, actually attracting better quality men. So that's my suggestion in terms of the attitude to start with. Just try to relax and enjoy meeting men and getting to know people. Take the pressure off. In terms of warning signs, I have a new book that's, Is He the One? Find Mr. Right by Spotting Mr. Wrong. And it's all about how to quickly figure some things out about guys who are going to waste your time. And it's not because they're mean or bad or whatever. It's just because they don't want what you want. Mm -hmm. So I'll just, I can give you a couple of ideas. Um, and I'm sure you're familiar with some of these things, but for example, um, a guy who just texts and texts and texts, but never schedules a date. Uh, You know, I tell people, you know, At the most, seven days. If he doesn't set up a date within seven days, just move on. So that's a a good warning signal. Um, Sometimes men complain that um, about their ex and they're having a lot of drama with their ex or because of their kids or they're, they're not completely divorced yet. And I would stay away from any man who's not divorced because... There's a grieving process and a healing process. And I don't care if this divorce is taking 10 years or six months. You have to go through it. So don't get yourself all involved with a man who's not ready for a relationship because he hasn't finished his healing. And you know this by how much he complains about his ex or how much he talks about how he liked her, especially if you're dating a widower. If he just goes on and on and on about his poor deceased wife, he's not really emotionally available. So any man who talks a lot about other women for whatever reason, that's not a man who's ready for a serious relationship. Very good. Great insights. Are there any last thoughts? And can you let us know where to find you online and what you've got available? Oh, sure. Um, You know, my my, uh, last piece of advice is really generic, but so helpful and meaningful when you follow it. And that is to just smile at men and be approachable because so many women aren't. So many women are task oriented and they're in the grocery store and they're focused on, you know, filling their card and or wherever they are, they're just focused on what they're doing. But if you can look up and see men and smile at them, you'll be more approachable And you'll be um, more likely to meet men wherever you are. So I really want to encourage that. It makes a tremendous difference if you can just start engaging with men. Feel free to say hello, flirt with them, be friendly, and use your feminine charm. So that's my advice. And then to, um, to find me, my website is never too late. Dot biz. But if you go to Never Too Late, which is N-E-V-E-R, T-O-O-L-A-T-E dot biz slash gift, you'll get my free ebook, which is seven dire dating mistakes women make that keep you single. 
And I'd be so happy to share that with you. Fantastic. So that's nevertoolate.biz, B-I-Z, forward slash gift, G-I-F-T. Yes, exactly. Thank you very much for your time, Ronnie. Hope we can do something again in the future. Thank you so much. I really appreciate being on your show. 